Okay, we recently watched Werewolf by Night, Marvel's new holiday special. It is like spooky. Spooky, spooky. I definitely recommend that you guys watch it. Spoiler alert, it's fucking awesome. Like pause us and then come back to us. So first off, because this got released on Disney+, Plus, I can't tell you how it did this weekend monetarily or whatever, but I do know that it has a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes certified fresh. Nice. And a 93% audience score. Nice. Which, uh, if I, I could be wrong, but I know that I'm not, it's the best received thing that Marvel has done all year long, and it's because it's the best thing that Marvel has done all year long. <laughs> it is... A clear throwback to old horror movies, like universal horror movies, obviously set in black and white. There's the monster hunter aspect to it. And while I did appreciate that part of it, the universal horror monsters aren't really nostalgic to me when it comes to horror. I didn't see those movies until I was in college. Could you name some of those movies? I'm thinking like Creature of the Black Lagoon and like Invisible Man and that kind of thing. Yeah, like Invisible Man, Dracula. It's just old black and white horror movies, like old Hammer movies. Basically, that kind of stuff, while like I understand the reference, that's not what drew me to this it's the fact that marvel was attempting to do something in the horror genre the closest they had come to it was multiverse of madness and when that didn't land i had little to no faith in their willingness to ever go but so far into horror and this actually gave me a lot of hope I feel like this movie, while it's not terrifying, it's definitely not riddled with comedy that ruins the tension. Thank God. Yeah, it's very violent. It's it's the bloodiest thing Marvel's ever done. It's beautiful, too. Yeah. It is a stunning... Can I call it a movie? Yeah, I mean, you certainly could. Yeah, and I guess it's like a, a short... Yeah. Some people consider 40 minutes a feature film, so I guess it does kind of count. But yeah, Marvel's calling it a, a special, gotcha. which I'm totally cool with. I love these holiday specials. I love that idea. The next one we're getting is a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special that they filmed while filming Guardians 3. Hmm. So one thing that you brought up was the cinematography. And while the cinematographer, Zoe White, has worked on several projects before, she's done episodes of Westworld and Handmaid's Tale, movies and TV, back and forth, clearly incredibly talented. The director of this film, Michael Giacchino, is yes literally cutting his teeth on this project. If you recognize that name, it's because he is a really really famous composer and he composed this as well I, I remember you asked me that a while ago and i wasn't sure but yeah he did and so he did a really good job i love that so much i've always been a huge film score junkie i love film scores i love composers and to hear that giacchino was directing something was insane to me and I think he knocked it out of the park. I think he did a fantastic job. Yeah, I truly would love to hear the story behind how he got the job. Mm -hmm. I, I do know that Marvel typically releases something. Oh, God, what's it called? And I don't know if it's called Assembled or not. They basically release a little documentary when each new project either wraps up, like when a TV show wraps up or a movie goes on to Disney+. Plus. And since this just dropped, the documentary might already be on Disney+. Plus. But when it does drop, I hope that it gives us some insight as to how he got this job, like what made him want to come over, you know, 
I did hear that he has always been interested in directing, but you know, like why this, how this, like, how do you, you know, get in front of Kevin Feige to be director of a project when you are, you know, a very successful composer, but you've never directed anything ever. I thought he had directed some things in the past. Like I know it was very little, but I, maybe it was like some episodes of TV or something. But yes, his portfolio was very... He directed one episode of Star Trek, Short Treks. Gotcha. Which is like shorts. And then uh, he has like a short film that he's done. But like as far as anything TV or movie related of length, this is his first. I will say like it's not that he was any stranger to Kevin Feige. I mean, he's worked on several Marvel projects, including I think all of the Spider-Mans. I know he did Doctor Strange and Thor Love and Thunder. He's done a lot. So I mean, I'm sure like he's there. He's in the universe. So yeah, you're right. I would be curious to see what made him want to make that jump. But I hope he continues. Like I'd love to see more from him. Can you imagine if he did like a feature length film? That would be insane. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. And there are so many movies right now that we don't know their directors. I mean, we don't even have a director for Secret Wars and Blade just lost its director. I was going to say, I got a news update that said that Blade is now delayed because they don't have a director for it. So that was interesting. What I'm hearing is that the script was bad. Mahershala Ali had multiple problems with the script. And then apparently when the director had plans to fix it, those were also bad. And it wound up being that they lost faith in the director as well. And so we don't have a script or a director for Blade. So I'm glad that they're pushing it back. Like, I don't want this to be, this is a common complaint. Marvel slates things before they have scripts. And it's like, you really should like not do that because you are getting people stoked about something that then that doesn't even exist yet. Yeah. And you are you are setting yourself up to have like a big problem on your hands if suddenly it doesn't work out. Whereas if nobody had ever announced Blade and they were just working on it, it would not be a big deal at all. Suddenly nobody like nobody would be freaking out over whether or not Blade was gonna work or not. Because nobody would know. You know, like the scoopers who might have been talking about it, that's just a very small percentage of the population. Like regular people would it know but then when Mahershala Ali comes out in a Comic-Con 2019 and is like oh I'm Blade <laughs> you know what I mean like okay we're expecting Blade yeah and five years later we're gonna hopefully get some version of Blade we'll see all that to say he could pretty much direct anything right now and I would be super thrilled about it as far as this story it's very simple We have, I guess this would be called like a MacGuffin. Like the reason why everybody's there is they want that bloodstone. They all have a purpose and it's set up really quick. It's not super complicated. You don't get everybody's backstories, but it actually helps in a situation like this because everybody's mysterious and it's actually like very interesting Mm -hmm. the less you know about these people because it kind of makes everybody more threatening. I did not expect to like... Jack Russell, the main character, Gael Garcia Bernal, as much as I do. I think he's freaking perfect in this role. He's so good. I've never read anything Werewolf by Night, so I don't really know the character. But he seems, like, actually very warm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was not expecting that. And then Elsa Bloodstone. Everything I've heard is that she's really not like the Elsa Bloodstone in the comic, but I don't know how many people know or care. I think this lady was actually really great. Her name is Laura Donnelly, and I think they both have really great chemistry. 
I don't know how they would appear going forward, but I really hope that they do together. Yeah. And then all of this, I'm just waiting to get to my new favorite character in the MCU. <laughs> really? No, I don't know. He made that big of an impact? Uh, I love him so much. His name is Ted. <laughs> Man Thing is so fucking awesome looking. Is that his like official name is Man Thing? Yeah, Man Thing. Interesting. Okay. He's like a little Cthulhu monster. I love him. Yes, he's really cool. He did start out as a human being. Oh. If they're ever going to explain it or if we'll ever see him again, I have no idea. But I do know that I know a lot of people really liked Ted. I said in my letterbox review that I think Madison from She-Hulk <laughs> and Ted are my favorite post endgame characters. I think they're both so awesome. I really hope that Marvel knows that people love them so much and does something with them going forward because it would be a shame. I think Marvel certainly knows that Madison at the very least is beloved and it would surprise me if they never used her again but I hope that it is the same case with Ted because I, I would love to see Ted again. The rumor is that they're leaning toward a team filled with the darker characters. That'd be fun. Like Werewolf by Night and Blade and maybe Moon Knight. And I could totally see him being able to be their Hulk. Nice. There was a show called Swamp Thing that's based off a DC character called Swamp Thing that was on, is it called DC Universe? DC had a streaming service for like a hot minute mm -hmm. where Doom Patrol and Titans started. He was also like a big s -s 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 swamp monster looking thing. Wait, and Man Thing started there or Swamp Thing? Swamp, swamp Thing monster. did. And I'm just saying I have an affinity for s -s 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 swamp monsters. <laughs> I really like them. And what's sad is that they canceled Swamp Thing, but I hope they don't cancel Man Thing. <laughs> this was the shit everybody there did a great job i can echo those statements as someone who has uh been less of a fan of marvel as of late i can say that i really did enjoy this one and i love that they took a risk i love that they experimented a little and i love that it paid off and i really hope that they continue this pattern because i think it's a really interesting twist on a franchise and i, I want to see more of it i want to see more experiments and and risks being taken because clearly it works and clearly it pays off so if the risk is very calculated and you know the audience that you are trying to go after then sure that's great <laughs> it feels good to talk about this because i really have been iffy on a lot of marvel stuff lately <laughs> Same. I'm a She-Hulk defender, but there have been She-Hulk episodes I didn't like. I really didn't care for Miss Marvel. Hated Thor, Love and Thunder. Didn't really care that much for Multiverse of Madness. It's been a rough summer for Marvel. <laughs> I will say, while yes, there have been episodes of She-Hulk that I have not enjoyed either, I, there is not a single moment where I have not enjoyed the actress that plays She-Hulk. I think she's one of the best actresses in this whole company. She is taking her character in a way that I've never seen before from Marvel. She's so charming and so magnetic, and I think she's killing it. Yeah. Thank you for listening to our review on Werewolf by Night. You should totally watch it. It's fucking dope.